But it's one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate. And that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. You get a free child's play, we use ticket stuff from any Astros game. Casa Ole, fresh today, Ole, every day. Casa Ole, Ole! Yeah. Yeah. We're live from the Taylor Buckholtz Memorial Studios. <laughs> I like how you, I like how you. You like redid your yeah, and yeah, it was no, just I, like slightly more Ice Cube in the second one. Like, yeah. <laughs> and you realize yeah. it was lackluster, and then you come back. Yeah. Yo, yo. <laughs> I, so, yeah, I, second yeah, we're, the second yeah is the energy we want. First yeah, let's let's move past that. Yeah, I was. I, I might. I probably won't edit that out. No, we don't edit. We we don't edit the show. No, not at all. Uh, it is episode sixty-eight point six 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 six. Oh, six, I see. Six, I put six, seven five. That's lame. Six 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 is so much funnier. Good work. <laughs> That's the real episode. So almost, it's not going to be the sex number till Alex Bregman <laughs> comes on. Uh, it's like it's like a threat. Like we're hanging it over. Yeah, you're not getting people are. I think it's. I He's think like, he, well, it's, it's really bothering me. They can do as many as they want. It's never going to be the sex number. All right, <laughs> it's never going to be Bregman, come on the show. I love it so much. Um, uh, so uh, he is Patrick. I am James. This is Hi. a new episode of Limit Time. Time almost did it. Ooh, you almost do it, racist. I pulled it back. I, pulled I was. Back. I didn't know. I was like, I was on pins and needles for a second. I was like, <laughs> wait a second here. <laughs> I think there's going to be a collective sigh of relief when I can not do that, but also when it's actually episode sixty nine. Will you do it on episode sixty nine? Oh, I'll not go. If Alex, not if Alex is on, you can't like you want to just be a super racist for an episode that people are going to listen to. <laughs> right? No, that's true. That's absolutely true. What are the chances that he actually comes on? I think it's pretty. I think it's seventy percent that he comes on. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I I think it's a lot less now that spring training's about to start. We gotta we gotta lock this down. Someone has to know him. So someone. I mean, who, I haven't. I have his number. I don't. I just don't want to abuse it. No, it's one of those point. things I hold dear. Yeah. And then I don't want him to think like the um, like there's a leak, and that he has to change his number. He didn't have to change his number, so I'm never going to. Uh, I don't know. I'm never probably never <laughs> going to use it. So I'll, there's really no point in me having it. But it's still cool to have in your phone. Well, no, but I mean, what if if he did <coughs> the show and he became a friend of the program? Then I mean, it's like I mean, yeah, like I have. I've never abused Lances. We we talk about this a lot. We. We are very responsible to our our guests, and uh, we are we are professionals somehow. I don't know why we are, but we are. We're professionals that aren't paid, so we're like fake professionals. I mean, I'm, I'm, we're aspiring. For, we're aspiring. You're paid for this? I'm getting, I'm getting paid. Oh man! Yeah, you need a you need a re, you need a new agent. I do. Yeah, I don't know who's paying me, but I'm getting checks, so I don't know if it's from the, <laughs> the mafia or if I'm being bought. I, I don't I don't know what deal is. You're pro- it, was the, it was like from the Rangers. That'd be man. Actually, that'd be badass. If I was like doing an Astros podcast and the Rangers were paying me, that'd be the coolest thing ever. <laughs> uh, before we get too far into whatever show this will turn into, uh, do you want to say something sweet about our sponsor, Bravado Spice? Something sweet? No, I don't want to say something saucy. Something spicy. <laughs> I'm never gonna say sorry. I will never say saucy again. <laughs> um, I've been, I've still been eating the serrano and basil. I can't. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep going on about this particular flavor. Until, I've been out. I've been out for weeks. Yeah, I tried to threaten him on uh, for no reason. Apparently, we don't have to threaten him at all. Um, I was on uh, on Gabe Bravo's Instagram. He had pictures of it, 
And I was just like, send me some more or else. And they're just like, yeah, all you got to do is ask, bud. I'm just like, all right, okay. I'm I'm, yeah, I'm definitely bad at that. So. Yeah, well, here, no, uh, next time I, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll email James and I'll, and I'll just be like, send it both to us. And, uh, yeah, because I, I do need more of that. I, I found the uh, HEB has those, like, uh, they're the breaded, like, chicken nuggets. Yeah. Like, they're not, like, kid, they're not, like, kid chicken nuggets. They're like they're like they're wholesome, <laughs> something I don't fucking know. You got them in the shape of Olaf. Yeah, they're they're done. they are done. Yeah, they're they are frozen. They're frozen, literally, literally frozen. Got it. <laughs> good, one, good one. No, but they uh, those those breaded nuggets with the uh, serrano and basil sauce is ridiculous. And um, I would just like to say it's delicious, and that's my that's my recipe. There's this fried mac and meatballs and all these cool things. Mine is like hey. Make some frozen nuggets, pop some sauce on the plate, dip it. You're good. You don't need ranch. It's all about bravado. No, I'll go to I'll so, go to I'll get be in the drive thru. Do you want any sauce? I'm like, no, I brought my own. Thank you. Yeah, I don't want any of your trash sauce unless it's like, what's the uh, what's that good one Chick Fil A has? The Chick Fil A sauce. Their Polynesian like, sauce. Nah, eh, that's okay. It's not as good as the Chick Fil A sauce. Oh, the, which is a mix of all of them. Is, is that what, what it is? is? Is that is that really what Chick Fil A sauce is? It's it's the. Mix I thought of, it was. I thought it was a mix of all their of all their sauces. Daggum! That's. I don't know. I'm I'm not a Chick Fil A master, but if, if somebody is, I'm sure somebody listening is like, oh, I love Chick Fil A. Do you find uh, you, that you you only want Chick Fil A on Sundays? Yes, that's a real. That's a real. You want to talk about conspiracy theories? Because <laughs> like we'll like get done with church and yeah. And our our daughter will be like, "Can we go to Chick Fil A?" I'm like, "Man, that sounds amazing." Yeah, no, not no, no, we can't. Yeah, yeah, I've I've just been absent minded. I'll pull in, I'll pull in the restaurant. It's just all <laughs> it's all empty parking lot. And I'll be like, "Well, son of a bitch!" And like, <laughs> you, like you think you hit the jackpot? Customer service line. Like, wouldn't it be more serving the Lord by being open for for good churchgoers? <laughs> <laughs> can you take the original Sabbath? Well, it's Saturday. That wouldn't be good. I'd need it then, too. Can you just stay open and maybe get, like, the uh, your infidel employees? <laughs> and, like, let your let your good Christian boy, boys, <laughs> let, 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 let Blake go to his youth group. But, like, but, but like the bad the bad kid, the atheist kids yeah. or the, uh, you know, the other religions, like, let them work the Sunday shift. And they, they need money so that you're helping them out. You're, you're, you're doing, you're doing an act duty. of kindness for us. Like, I feel like that's... I don't know what. What how much money they're really uh, that they're losing? I know that doesn't matter to them because they're good. They're good wholesome people. No, they, I, like Tim Tebow like bought it. He's like, I'm I'm Tim Tebow. I own Chick Fil A now. <laughs> I like how he's a soft spoken George Bush. That's how he talks. He's a very he has a very effeminate voice. Makes sense. Which is always like, yeah, it's just it's it always throws me off because he's this big jacked like athletic good looking guy, and he's just like. It's like, hey guys, I'm Tim Debo. <laughs> Nothing wrong. I mean, hey, we all have effeminate voices sometimes. I don't know if that means we don't, but no, no, we don't. But shout but, to Tim Tebow. What a good man. No, I like that. Uh, I like the idea of having like the atheist, like the, the atheist kid Anton. Like he 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 can he can man the desk. Say my yeah. pleasure a few times. Yeah, you're a nihilist. You believe in nothing. Well, believe in something on Sunday and come to work and get me a number one Chick Fil A sandwich, no pickles. <laughs> but take the pickles off. I want the pickle juice. But I don't want the pickles on. See, I'm the I'm the spicy chicken sandwich guy because I I like to live life dangerously. It's spicier than expected, and yes, this for all you listening, this is all about Chick Fil A. I don't know what this is not an Astros podcast. Chick Fil A time time, but 
Chick-fil-A time time. No, but the the spicy chicken is it's a spicier than than one would think coming from Chick-fil-A. Yeah. All right. I've so, had, even their cool wraps are good. Here, we'll go over their whole menu. <laughs> I had their like the, the char grilled like, cool wrap one time. It was it was really good. It's all right. right. Yeah. Shout out to Chick fil A. Uh, open on Sundays. We'll, we're working on that. It's a new thing that we're working on. Yeah. Alex Bregman, come on the show. Bravado Spice. Bravado Spice. Spice of your life. That's the, my Americana one. That was very Americana. Like Jason Isbell was like, hey, there's something there. Yeah, he would. Uh, he his his words would be so it'd be poetic. He'd be like, "Bravado spice, the sauce was ever dripping on a long and lonesome road." <laughs> there's a mandolin in the background. Somewhere. Yeah, there's a mandolin. It's like the old tree where I used to go and eat it. It's like Jason Isbell. You are a poet. He really I, is, though. Shout out to Jason Isbell. Uh, I, shout out to everybody. Listen, let's 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 do a show about the Astros. I'm, I'm going to talk about Jason Isbell for a second. I I know Jason Isbell, and he is an absolute gem. He's a sweetheart of a guy. Uh, he's the best. He's a he's a. I tried to get him on the Bozoathon, but he he couldn't swing it. Um, Can we get him on? Get him on the show. I'll try. I, I legitimately will try. Yeah, he's he's fantastic. He's one of my favorite Twitter follows. Number one, he's hilarious. Yes, a very very funny guy, and and I'm still very proud. I had a. I got a tweet liked by Jason Isbell and John Mayer, the same tweet, and they were the only two people that liked it. And that's my favorite thing. <laughs> I don't believe that. That's awesome. I, I, yeah, it's on my Instagram. No, it's for sure. It's the greatest thing. I was like, that's I got two of the greatest songwriters of this generation. No, that's like my tweet true. about my hotter balloon cop show. So it was fantastic. <laughs> that's a true story. But um, yeah, no, he's he. I, I'd love to have him on the show. He's an absolute American treasure. He's he's a really like I got to my wife and my, my wife. Why would I always do that? Sorry, my Rangers fan brother in law. We we got to uh, we saw him play at, at some pavilion in Fair Park uh, in Dallas uh, a couple years ago, maybe yeah. a year and a half ago, and we got to go backstage and we just hung out and talked with Jason Isbell for like an hour and a half, and it was it was like an old. Uh, it was the first time I'd ever met him in person. <clears throat> We'd. We'd sort of email. We're, I'm part of an email group, and and yeah, your elite email group. I need to like just become a musician so I can get on this. I'm very <laughs> jealous of this. I want to. I just feel very left out by it. It's like the greatest American musicians of all time, and like a random history teacher from Waco. Like that's that's all it is. And I I don't understand how I'm still part of this. That's what baseball does. It brings people together. My actually my my birthday was Friday, and I turned 38. Happy and, birthday! Thank you. And I got Happy birthday to you by Jason Isbell and George Bush. Thank you. And hey, 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 James. Happy birthday. <laughs> hey, hey, little, hey, little buddy. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Right. <laughs> and uh, and someone pointed out like, hey, you're one day younger than Jason Isbell, and I was like, that explains our divergent career paths. Like that one day, like that's yeah, yeah. Greatness went into him, and you just got everything else. I, yeah, I, I know some things about the Astros and American history, and and that's pretty much it. Yeah, you know a lot about Andrew Jackson. I do. Andrew Jackson and baseball. Those are the only two things that I know more than like. I don't know. That's not true. I know a lot. Where's Andrew Jackson's? Uh, where, where's his library? Uh, he actually doesn't. It's at the Hermitage. It, he doesn't have. The, I got an the, official one. The whole presidential library thing is fairly new. And, and by fairly new, I mean like in the last like 75 years. Okay. So so he he but he has a, a he actually had an impressive uh selection of books like in the library at at the Hermitage. The, the stuff that you you wouldn't think like 
Like if you think like what book does Andrew? So that, that's what you would consider. So the, see that was and that see that was my point. Like it was a trivia question, and it was uh, it was like name. This was more interesting Astros talk. Um, it was like name, or it was align the uh, the cities or the states with the uh, with their presidential library. And three of them were easy. It was like or it was like Atlanta, Georgia. Jimmy Carter, Jimmy Carter uh, okay. you know Boston, Massachusetts, JFK, yep, and then Mount Vernon, slam dunk, yep, and then the other one was uh, Starkville, Mississippi. Starkville, Mississippi. Uh, huh. You might have dropped out. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know the Starks. I don't know the Starkville, Mississippi president. President from Mississippi. The worst history teacher ever. Oh, Pat dropped off. Hang on. Okay, the Starkville, Mississippi is is it Jefferson? Is it Jefferson Davis? No. No, it's a yeah. So like the the hint would be the president is not from there. His wife is. Freak! I don't. I don't know. And he chose to put it there. Ulysses S. Grant. Hmm, that got me. Is in Starkville, Mississippi. Interesting. Uh, my favorite Ulysses S. Grant story is that his his name was Hiram Ulysses Grant, but he refused. Yep. And it, no, that's the best story ever. Go ahead. He, he refused to. I know the story. He refused for his initials to spell hug, so he he dropped the Hiram, added the S, which stands for nothing. That's okay. Well, I heard that the Ulysses was. Just it was um, an accidental nickname given to him. It was that it was at, on a locker, on his locker at West Point, and and he didn't want to change it, and he was just like, it just sounds awesome. So he went, he he, he stuck with it. Interesting. I'll have to. I'll. I'll yeah, check that yeah. Out. Like it's uh, like it was. I mean, it was, he said something badass. He was just like, he was like, yeah, it just sounds badass. Interesting. Why? Why is the call quality bad again? <clears throat> this is all Pat's fault. No, it's slowly coming back. I've turned off everything in my house that is connected to. I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Awesome. I mean, my internet must be going out. Am I gone? No, you're you're good. You're good. Whatever. Let's just get this show over with. This is bullshit. Okay, so let's talk. <clears throat> there's some actually good questions coming in, but let's let's talk about the news of the day that the Astros signed or extended or, or uh, no, that's not even that's not even accurate. They bought out George. Yeah, they signed. They, yeah, they they bought out two of George Springer's not all of the arbitration years, but bought bought out two of George Springer's remaining three arbitration years for twenty four million dollars. Good call, bad call. Um, I think it's a good call. I agree. Um, I think that they. Uh I, I love the uh, I love the the two year deal. I think that that is something that baseball teams should should be doing. I think that's a fair deal, and uh, and it's perfect for what they're doing. I, I don't know. I don't like the four year hundreds of millions of dollars. I, I like the, I like two years here. We're giving twelve mil a piece, and then we'll go from there. But I, I think that's all you need. You know, I, it's what one of those. Think? It's one. It's a deal that that seems to work out for both sides because, I mean, 
I'm not gonna. I'm certainly not gonna try to get on Fangraphs website and wreck the quality of this of of the or the the already sort of poor <laughs> quality of this call. Uh, but <clears throat> I mean, obviously Springer is worth more than twelve million dollars per year, but he's ha- it, it works for both teams because you, you can almost guarantee that he's he's going to make more than that uh, next year should he stay healthy. But that's also the the flip side of it that. Springer is not an injury prone guy, but but he's had some fluky injuries, a strained quad because he caught a spike in Philly uh, last season. Uh, but he, he, he plays the game hard, so he, he's going to have some freak stuff happen. Yeah, he. I think he played 162 games in 2016, but in in 15 he missed some time, and in 14 he missed some time. Uh, it guarantees that he's he's set. He he and his new bride are are pretty much set for life. But it also leaves the that that last year of arbitration open that he can get, you know, he can he can get paid and before he hits free agency. So it gives him some guaranteed money. He doesn't have to worry about about how he plays this year. I think it. <clears throat> I actually think that by guaranteeing him 2019 money, he's going to play better in 2018 because his money he doesn't have to worry about that aspect of it. I, I'd like to think that, but I think that that's one of the. There's like two schools of thought there. Where you think that you know the guy plays okay, or he plays worse when he's when he's got the nest egg, and then when the contract's on the line, you know, or the contract year <coughs> myth. But uh, I would think that you, if you didn't have anything to worry about, you could just go out there and swing the bat and play. Like that would be, you'd have no anxiety about your livelihood. And now you're set for life, so you don't have to worry about your future either. So you're taking some big anxiety off the table, like yeah. instantly. But I, I think that I, I wish more teams would would kind of a, adapt this this contract approach that doesn't hamstring the organization. It the players taken care of, and it's just I don't know some sort of median ground, and not this Scott Boris inflated and fuck Scott Boris by the way. Yep. All those comments, I, I've never. You want to talk about egregious? That's my favorite word. But fucking Scott Boris, like, shut your mouth. Do complaining about trying to pin the blame on major league on on baseball being boring and the fans when he's the one that crashed the market himself with his crazy contracts. Uh, Scott Boris, shut your mouth. Let, let's like actually let's table the Springer. I think we we're all in agreement that both sides win in the Springer deal. But but let's. <clears throat> that's actually a really good point, and I wanted to. I want to hear more of your thoughts on this, but but I, I I agree that because Scott Boris has commanded the highest contracts, I mean if you looked at the the ten richest contracts in baseball, I guarantee you Boris has been behind what nine of them, easily if not all ten. That just because this is what baseball has always done is not a guarantee that that's what baseball is going to do in the future. Like if you're the best hitter on the market, if you're quote unquote JD Martinez. Then you're you're automatically going to make 150 million dollars? No, it's not. Like we've <clears throat> teams didn't always do the shift, and the Astros got right, roasted. Right. The Astros got roasted because they they changed sort of defensive alignment and how they do things, and now everyone's kind of doing the same thing. Like like Scott Boris's model works if <clears throat> if baseball runs itself the way that they did from what 95 to 2014. Yeah, steroid error. It was also the the steroid contract error. Yeah, and with steroids, you have no problem giving a a thirty two year old hitter 
you know, a hundred million dollars because he's going to be good for the next seven years because he's because <laughs> his head will grow number one. <clears throat> so and he'll I, fifty I, home runs like Brady Anderson. Yeah. Yes. I. I definitely. I'm. I'm. I'm on the side of the players in that the way that the market the the baseball economics are set up to screw you when you are a young player, but there was always the payoff that when you got when you reach free agency, then that's when you that's when you'd reap the the benefits of of the the earlier part of your career. That needs to change. Right. Like I I'm really uncomfortable with Scott Boris crying because no one's getting a hundred and fifty million dollar contract. Meanwhile, minor leaguers are like working at Lowe's until they can make it to spring training so oh, they can yeah. get their two hundred and seventy dollar a week paycheck. Like I'm really uncomfortable with all of that. And that's that's also on the players association. Like the the union sold out why aren't why don't is that is that is that what it is is that the uh the players association is just like throwing minor leagues under the bus absolutely they, they all forget where they came from or the the guys up in major the guys up in the majors they always had the fat signing bonus so they they were taken care of from the day they signed the contract and they don't really struggle they're not struggling like the guy that's you know a career minor leaguer or uh you know it's taken a long way to get in the long trip up to the bigs but yeah well, you, i mean who was the player that had the tweet that was like oh i just got my uh He's got his tax thing back, and he made like thirty seven hundred dollars. Yeah, for playing baseball, and he was just like, "Well, I don't know why you guys think. Hey, what do you want me to do with this?" <laughs> yeah, I, I think. <clears throat> I mean, the players' association absolutely. The union could. Minor leaguers are not are not represented by the union, and the they union, need to unionize. Why can't they unionize? Uh, I know there's a reason for that. I don't know. Not that you know the answer, but that, like uh, that's what I would do. I, I think you could. If they just said, "Hey, we're the future of the, the the league. We're not playing until we're union." Figure this out. I mean, I figured they can get a deal done pretty quick if they just shut down and strike. If the minor league is strike, that that's a that's actually a pretty good idea. All of them, yeah. I mean, because what, what, you're the future of the program. I mean, of the, of the organization. So you can't. Uh, yeah, it's risky. But if you're not making dick, I, I, it's risky for the. It'd be tough for the you know the number one prospects and the guys that are you know. A, a phone call away from the bigs to do that, but I, I feel like they have to do that. I, but I, I, to that point, I, I don't think that there are you like the Fresno. There's, I mean, how many guys on on, and maybe this is a bad example, but how many dudes on on the Grizzlies, like Fresno, the AAA team, are a phone call away? What five, six? If if, if, if that, so yeah, if that's probably other, around the number. If the other nineteen, but I'm, guys, but I'm just talking like top prospects that are their future is Major League Baseball and. They're, you know, the minor league is kind of like the minor leagues are just like a, a part of the process. It's kind of a, a step, you know, a You're stepping stone, dues, if yeah. you will. So they're not even worried about it. But, but I, mean, if, if, I mean, for the guys, I mean, for the, well, I want to use Colin Moran because he got traded, but uh, he's actually a big league talent. But like the, the guys that are that are always just right there. Um, Tony Kemp. I think of a good example. Tony Kemp. Yes, Tony Kemp, and he's. I think Tony Kemp is going to be a good pro baseball player if he gets the chance i heard a rumor about tony kemp that i want to talk about in a okay. in a minute but but i also like it's risky for those dudes that that are a phone call away that's what i'm saying like they'd be hard for them to stand with the minor with the other guys that because they can't not only can they not relate to it but they're also like well, i don't want to like piss off the like my dream <laughs> right exactly <laughs> get met, yeah which i completely understand yeah but if you're the if you're the 31 year old journeyman who's just like <clears throat> and and those those dudes like the the Reed Brignacs or whatever they were they were probably making eighty eighty five thousand. 
uh, on their on their right. AAA minor league deal. But I mean, if you're the right. but you think about a guy like Tyler White, who's a sweetheart. Yeah, you know the thirty Shouts Tyler White, thirty third round pick that that signed for a thousand dollars and a plane ticket to Kissimmee. You know that 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 you don't have the same experience as like as as say like JB Bukaskis who signed for what like four million I don't know five million I don't I can't remember Bukaskis's signing bonus but and and that kind of brings it back to to Springer that sweet he got his <coughs> excuse me he got his money you know last year he made five million his signing bonus in when he signed you know is is what three or four million like like Springer right. wasn't. And his name's like his middle name's like Cuthbert or like Ches- Chesler or something like that, and he's from Connecticut. You know, he 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 was doing all right before. So it's not like the the twenty four million dollars he signed today. I mean, who would turn down twenty four million? But it's not like he's he's Tyler White. You know, and I don't know Tyler White's family background. But if you're the thirty eighth round pick and and you're just like chasing your dream. Getting screwed over for three hundred bucks. You're a week. you're taking the brunt of it. You're not. I mean, unless unless you have a wealthy, you have a Manzel, Johnny Manzel like family. Yeah, and uh, and Monica Chelston. She's Chelston. the best. Yeah. She really is the. You are the. You are the producer, Monica. You're, that's your official title. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, unless you have a a a, a spouse. That's 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 doing well. That's supporting the family, which is which normally is the case. Yeah. Um. Your wife's which is fantastic yeah. for your, your for for the wife or husband probably not the husband but that'd be secret secret husband <laughs> <laughs> trying to be politically correct what yeah. no I'm not um, no but, you're you're completely you're you're right but They're I also not, but those, also those guys like, aren't struggling George but, isn't George's was never yeah was he criminally underpaid probably but was by underpaid is he underpaid by normal life standards absolutely not I mean if you if you he's pay making me, more than all of us combined. If you pay me three hundred dollars a week, but but you give me four million dollars to sign, I, I think I can stretch that out and make and make the the, the weekly salary work, easily work for me a little bit. But I also yeah, yeah you can you can yeah you can spread <clears throat> that out. But I also think that that how many of those how many of those dudes making you need you need the nineteen guys to fill in your roster more than you need the six. Like if those nineteen if nineteen of the twenty five guys are like screw you, I'm not playing until I make minimum wage those six those six guys that are okay what you're gonna have a starting pitcher and five defense and five you know infielders or two yeah, outfielders and shut down you're you're done and i think that i think the 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 major league baseball players association absolutely sold out the minor leagues to protect themselves and and it, everybody is to everybody is to blame here. The owner, well, the owners are going to do what the owners do because they're the millionaires that are billionaires that made enough money to buy the team, and and the players' association, they're the ones lucky enough to actually make it to the majors, so so they're okay financially. Right. So yeah, it's, it's basically everybody but the but the guys doing all the fucking grunt work. Yeah, and, and holding everything together. You know, you know who I want? I want to uh, I'm going to hit up Cody Decker and see. Uh, I know he just signed a minor league deal. He's he's one of those ones that they'd call him a, a journey a journeyman minor leaguer. Yeah, but Cody, I'm see if I can get Cody to come on the show and uh, talk about this shit. That'd be kind of cool. represent the minor leaguers. Uh, Cody's a good dude. Congrats to him. He just married Jen Sturger, two cool people, one of my favorite couples. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I love Cody Decker, and I think he'd be he'd be willing to come on and, and talk candidly about it. I'll have to see if he'll uh, he'll do the show. 
if he's not because unless he's like Alex Bregman, he won't come on the show. He's steadfastly refused. Bregman, Our, come on the show. What's what's up, a Briggs? I'll never. Yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna do anything. We're just gonna yeah talk. We're not gonna get you in trouble. Like I'll say all the terrible stuff. You can even you can like message me to, to the the threats that you want to say, <laughs> and, I, and I'll say them, and I'll take the I'll take the brunt of it. But like Alex Bregman, come on the show. Lance did it. He loved it. He he loves both of us. I don't care what. And then went on. And I don't then care what he said. The so I, I love that. Like I, I, every episode until he comes on, I want to. I want to th- not threaten him, but I want to directly talk to him. Like I. It is a real grievance. I think if if there, how I love that we just stop the show and just say, "Hey, Alex Bradman, come on the show." Like, what are you doing, man? Like, he's listening. Like, he's like on a live feed. Like, <laughs> okay, man, I will. <laughs> I think there's a chance that that he, that he tuned in, and then we were talking about like Starkville, Mississippi, and Ulysses S. Grant, and we're like, "Ah, freaking nerds! I'm not <laughs> not doing this." Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Well, see, when you were gone, like Monica had me doing. I was I was narrating as W." <laughs> awesome. So like so I mean he might have he could have caught the cool part. I'm just like hey hey Alex Bergman come on come on the damn show you idiot. <laughs> Sorry for calling you an <laughs> idiot. It's a, it's a nervous tick. I have a Tourette's Tourette's syndrome. I don't know how to say it. <coughs> All right. So stupid. All right, let's so get dumb. It. Yeah, so yeah, I'll, I'll hit up Cody Decker. I think that'd be a really cool uh, that'd be a cool episode if he can come on and just like expose every, literally like expose everybody and give us the inside of what's going on if and you uh, can burn a whole bunch of bridges to to make no, us to burn bridges but no because those i mean they're those minor league guys like they're they're becoming outspoken about it because they have nowhere else to go yeah no it's true they have nothing else to do no it's absolutely right it needs to i mean okay. it, it needs to be and i i always had this like secret hope that when the astros were spending 21 million dollars on payroll that they'd like show some love to the minor league guys, but they had no incentive to do so because, I mean, how many how many billionaires got to be billionaires out of the goodness of their heart? Literally none of them. None of them. Freaking no, Jim no, Crane. you can Jim- become a you can be a good person after you become a billionaire, but you're probably pretty cutthroat and uh, probably you probably have burned some bridges and uh, there's probably as many people that will praise Jim Crane that that, that will like also like curse him well yeah i mean jim crane like that's his, bi- i mean that's business man like it is what it is his whole like eagle trucking thing where he made his he made his millions or billions or whatever like they had they had this kind of a, a shady past as far as complaints about racism and preferential treatment and and and, and for the beloved owner of of the world champion houston astros like it it, it was dicey there for a while like uh, winning the world series is the best thing that ever happened to jim crane because no one no one talks about that yeah, see, I never even heard that. No, oh, I'll, I'll I'll shoot some links out. But I also wasn't into that. But um, but yeah, yeah, yeah shoot terrible links about the owner. And that's a, that's a good way to make the podcast shoot up in popularity. <laughs> uh, uh, but no, but like, but but from all other accounts, like he, uh, Jim Crane seems like a good guy. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's. Would you say he's the most? Who's more beloved in Houston, Les Alexander or Jim Crane? Uh, Les Alexander. Why well, he's gone? Les Alexander is gone now. Is that why? It, what? Because Jim Crane left? No, or is no, that why he's no? Well, just those. Well, he brought the he brought back to back the first champions championships of the city. And Les Alexander has always he's always paid for players. He's always 
brought in guys, even though it didn't work out. I mean, brought in Charles Barkley, didn't work. Scotty Pippen, disaster. But he's always, uh, Les Alexander was always opening the checkbook. He brought in Tracy McGrady. Uh, I mean, he paid James Harden that giant contract. That's his last deal of business before before turning the team over to Tillman. Uh, he was just a guy that, and he stayed out of that. He, didn't, he just kind of stayed in the back and just wrote checks. And the Rockets are a winning franchise because of it. Um, I don't know. That's that's my opinion on that. I mean, you know, I mean, I I, I appreciate the Rockets. I watched the murder of the Cleveland Cavaliers the other oh night. Oh my but. god! Yeah, that was that. I saw your tweet. That was an absolute a uh, obliteration, and it was so good. Like they were just embarrassed. He made the Rockets made LeBron James say, "Yeah, don't put us on TV anymore. We're not on TV the rest of the year like this team." Is. So I can't, I can't claim future Rocket LeBron James. Might add, he's yeah. going to sign with Houston next year. Absolutely. But, um, but I, but I can't speak knowledgeably about about the Rocket. I mean, other than like I appreciate them, and I've, I've, they're, they're, yeah, I so. think, I, I think that most most people that that are equal fans of of the Rockets as they are the Astros. Like I'm a. I'm I'm just as big of a Rockets fan as an as I am an Astros fan. So I those championships meant the world to me. And um now was the World Series something completely different and something I haven't experienced and amazing and especially to experience a, as an adult? Yeah, that is something I'm forever grateful for That's and Jim point. Crane rules. But I I I think it'd be hard to put him above Les Alexander at this point. Now in in 3 years if we've won we've gone to 3 World Series and won and won 2 of them. I don't know why we would go back to back to back, but you never know. If we did that, well, then okay, could happen. <laughs> yeah, it could happen. So I, you can talk to me then. I don't. Uh, I just as of now, like those first championships. Um, you know, those are my first major sports memories, aside from heartache from the Oilers, like breaking my heart, and a couple years before that and whatnot. So yeah, I, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a less guy, but that's not because that's not against Jim Crane. It's just because. It, you know, it's history. No, no, you're, it's not like who would win in a fight. I mean, it's just like who who's the. Well, I think Jim Crane wins in a fight against against New York. He's all New Yorky and all. Yeah, Jim Crane would win in a fight. <laughs> uh, let's get to some of these questions. Uh, yeah, shoot from our boy Craig. Yeah, how many? How many did he send in? Like seven. Uh, one that I can see so far. Does the Bartolo Cologne? <laughs> what up, Craig? I love you, Craig. Does the Bart? I've had I had breakfast with with Craig not long ago. It was awesome. Uh, does, the, does the Bartolo Cologne signing for the Rangers strike fear in anyone? It's going to be hilarious. I can't wait to play them when he pitches. I love Bartolo Cologne. He, I mean, he's he's a treasure. He is an absolute treasure. He's hilarious. And but I mean, when he hit that home run, I, I don't. That's still one of my favorite Major League Baseball moments of all time. Yeah. I I, I can I can picture like I I don't keep very many picture memories, but. Him running around the bases in the dugout laughing is one of my favorite. Like I, I could, it will never go away. I love it. So I think it's funny that that the and I, I had someone and I I can't say who, but I had someone tell me, uh, don't. He's like, stop. Th-. This person was like, stop thinking about the Rangers. Like we don't think about them. They think about us. And I thought that was really good. But but it's it's hard not to think that the the Rangers answered the Garrett Cole trade by. By signing Bartolo Colon to a minor league deal, that's that's a weird, that's kind of a weird deal. Like Bartolo Colon, I, I respect that he's he's trying to keep the dream going on, but uh, I mean, a minor league deal is a little odd. But what are, what are the Rangers doing? 
What are they doing? Cologne's got to think like I, I I should have retired five years or by all accounts like you would think I. Yeah, he's re- not going to play in, in Minute Maid Park the second. He has to play in in the hot air. He has to play in the 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 perm. The hair dryer, yeah. Yeah, the hair dryer. But I mean, uh, so I mean just literally the worst part. But, I mean, like, and he's a good, good friends with his racist friend Cole Hamels and his <laughs> his, his Highland Park race racism mansion. <laughs> I'm trying to laugh so I don't cough and it's not working. Um, Come on in, everybody. Don't step on the carpet, colored people. <laughs> but for, for Cologne, you got to think, like, things go right. I make $3 million this year. Why wouldn't I? That's like, kind of like the Lance Berkman. Like, well, yeah, and it's like, the, the Rangers suck. I'll be right up there. I'll be up at the club, like, in the first couple of weeks. They're I'll, terrible. I'll fly first class all over the country and stay in nice hotels, and they're going to pay me a ton of money. I, 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 love, I love my favorite thing. <laughs> One of my favorite things is, is the Cush minor league major leaguer. Where they come in like, like they're like paying for all the food. Oh yeah, they throw like they throw. Or they're they're not even paying for what the organization does because they're there. Right. Like the sto- the stories from the like the rehab starts. Oh. Where the players would just talk about like well, like when Roger Clements would go down to Corpus. Yeah. And the players were like, well, fuck meeting Roger Clements. Like the spread we got was ridiculous. That's right. We got a, we got a, he bought us a PS4 and a, and a flat. He didn't even buy it. It's the team. The team's like, well, we can't have Roger like not happy on game day. So like they have a major league spread out there. Yeah. You know, in the clubhouse, and they're just like the players, are like what? <laughs> we usually get like a coupon to go to like the stands at Whataburger Field and get like a a, a, a taquito or something. If we if we manage to catch a foul ball, we can go get a snow cone. Yeah. yeah, we have to catch a foul ball to be able to get a snow cone. They won't just give it to us, but yeah, they they, <laughs> they, they like they roll the red carpet out for these players for for one day, and then the players are like, well, back to back to eating gas station hot dogs. <laughs> Uh, ben Dubose was Todd Frazier scared out of the American League by Justin Verlander. Ooh, uh, yes, that's yes. correct. And Ben Dubose, uh, he has a great uh, Rockets podcast. He does a uh, he does a podcast for the Rockets, and uh, I listen to it. So uh, shout out to Ben Dubose. Y'all should check that out. At Ben Dubose, go go. Yeah, listen. yeah. I'm I'm doing this on the fly, so I don't have any I don't have any research. It's like the uh, what's I'm not going to look it up. But yeah, follow Ben Dubose and uh, listen to his podcast. He does good recaps for the Rockets. I think he does them daily, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But uh, yeah, shout out to Ben. He's a uh, he's and a- yes, 100 percent, absolutely yes. The uh, yeah, that that strikeout is that's that's just Astros lore, isn't it? The the, the absolutely ridiculous like little league swing, like swing from literally. Was like, it, was, it was like the like the wrist. It was just like a wrist snap. And like he just like close to the body, like like ooh, like like he was defending himself. Like he, I, he, I've like, never seen somebody look that stupid in a major league at bat, except for the guy that, uh, who's the dude that threw the, uh, not the Eph, yeah, it was pretty much an Ephus, the New York Yankees guy that threw the, uh, yeah, pretty much it was an Ephus, <laughs> and like the guy's trying to, to uh, it's a famous clip. But the guy's trying to uh, trying to hit it, and it just looks like an absolute bozo. And the guy just walks off the field like he threw a ninety-eight mile hour fastball, you know, up and in, like on the corner, and we got him looking. And the- but he just throws this like changeup. It was an Ephus because it, it like floated out of the hands. It wasn't it wasn't El Duque, but shout out to El Duque. Right. Uh, that's a name you don't hear a lot, El Duque. No, leave on. He shall be. I was the best. Uh, now this was like this was like seventies Yankees, but this pitch was beautiful. Like it comes <laughs> out like he's. Th- he, like as a changeup, but like floats up like it's Henry Rowan Gardner's floater. <laughs> nice. And and the guy just like 
just sitting there like you know about to tee off on it and just looks like an absolute bozo pretty much the scene from this is way too much on this this clip <laughs> it's just like watch rookie of the year when he throws the floater and that's what it is but it's like actual game between the A's and the Yankees thank you all right but the fact that that Verlander did that in that was what game six games game that seven. was game six or was it game seven it was it was one of the games here I think it was game six in in the American League Championship Series and made Todd Frazier look absolutely stupid. I, I love that so much. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, because um, especially like how like Todd Frazier was just so animated and uh, he hit that stupid. I hate his face. Like in New York, while they when they were just beating our ass and we were doing nothing, he Todd Frazier was just like the face of them. And I, I ugh, no, I'll never yeah, forgive him. I can't. I never liked Todd Frazier, but I re- he really sim- cemented him. Himself as the uh, as just a garbage person. He had him. that that Jim Edmonds esque like punchable face. But Jim Edmonds was about his business. Like I yes, I want. Did I want to punch Jim Edmonds in the face? Yes, of course, everybody did. But Jim Edmonds wasn't demonstrative. He didn't do anything. He just like did his like he just like killed you and then like went about his business like a serial killer, like a Nazi. He, and he like, wore like, his like hel- yeah, like a regimented Nazi. He wore but his Todd helmet. Frazier solo. He is like dancing around and he's celebrating and he's doing that stupid celebration. Like I just wanted to. I mean, I just wanted to beat his face in. You know, I watched the uh, <clears throat> for the first time. I watched the World Series documentary yesterday, and it was. Oh, it, by the way, hey, I got. I finally got the DVD in the mail. Thank you for oh, that. Sweet. By the way, yeah, no. I, Probably shouldn't. That's a very that's a very sweet sweet gesture on your part. Yeah, I, I set up rules that people could win it, and nobody followed the rules, so I just sent it to my friends. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> nobody followed the rules. Nobody. That did was it. fantastic. And now I was like, well, I was like, I was like, this is from a, it was some it was from some like random studio in Los Angeles. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I was like, <laughs> this better be some screeners for for the Oscar picks because I need to I need to watch these. And it wasn't screeners. It was the best screener. It's up for it best picture. The uh, the, uh, the the winner of best picture. And that's the uh, 2017 uh, Houston Astros yeah. World Series. So yeah, thank you for that. I appreciate yeah, no, it. Yeah, no problem. Uh, and I can't remember where I was going with that. So we'll go on. To uh, you, were, you were watching the DVD. So you watched you, were, you watched the documentary for the first time. No, I still don't. I still don't know where I was going with that. Sorry, I, I'm, a tan, I'm a tangential uh, host. I need to that's have a flow chart. I, I take you off. I need a dry right, race so look board. For, look for other questions. All right. Ben uh, Shout out to Ben DeBose. That's where I was going from that. Gotcha, Ben. Uh, Jacob at Houston fan OO YTF, which I think stands for the freak, the the Funyun. Why the Funyun is Charlie Morton the best pitcher of all time? Um, that's 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 tough, man. I'll st- I'll, I'll I'll say this, and I now do now, yeah. Go ahead, yeah. I I wrote. Take- I, I did it after soon after the Astros won. Maybe it was while they were in the playoffs, uh, or, or soon after the World Series over. I wrote uh, a thing up about the ten most influential games of the regular season, and of course, like that Memorial Day massacre or the Memorial Day miracle or whatever we're calling it, uh, Marwin's go ahead grand slam against the Rangers. Like you know the, the the obvious ones, Verlander's first start after Harvey, but but I put like April tenth, which was a loss to the Mariners. As, as one of the most influential games of the season, solely because Charlie Morton threw a 99-mile-an-hour slider. And, and he, he, hadn't, yeah. he hadn't thrown a pitch that, that fast with that velocity or what, whatever pitch it was, but he threw, he threw a pitch 99 miles an hour. And, and that's when we should have realized, like, oh, crap, like, 
this this is for real. Like he's not like Charlie Morton isn't the guy that has like a who still has a career like wins above replacement somewhere around like one or two. Even after like two thousand, like that's how that's how erratic he was. That's how. Uh, I'm not going to say bad, but this sort of like he was erratic just, is the perfect word for Charlie. He he never put it. He never put everything together. Yeah. He'd he had throw flashes. It together He's always had flashes of just nasty stuff, but he never, he never put it all together in like one campaign. Mm-hmm. And like the, the 2017 season was his campaign. That was I his mean, campaign. And, but and by God, you want to talk about a performance in a game seven. Like I, he's a, he's a hero forever. And he gave up. Oh. oh, I know where I was going to this uh, with Jim Edmonds, like Chris Taylor. Like I hate that guy. It looks like he plays in thirty seconds for, uh, to Mars. And yes, he does. And like Tyler Stafford uh, texted me a, a few weeks ago, and he's like, "If you had to guess, what was Chris Taylor's slash line in the World Series?" And I was like, "I don't know, like 600, 800, 1400. Like he had a twenty two hundred OPS in the World Series." It was actually terrible, but every time... No, they all were. We talked about this before. Yeah, but it, like Chris Taylor, it, it felt like every time he came up, he did something that was damaging to the Astros. But overall, he was trash. And that's kind of Jim Edmonds. No, I like, agree. Yeah, I, he was the same way? He was the same way? Yeah, the, the, he, he, was, he was a pretty good player. He probably should have got more Hall of Fame consideration than he got. But, mm, but I, Jim Edmonds is not a Hall of Famer. He was a, he's, a very, he's probably on that outer cusp right below hall of fame like he's a i mean he was incredible but i I wouldn't and and this is not carnal bias i don't think jim edmonds i don't consider him a hall of fame player no scott roland 100 percent scott roland's a hall of famer yeah absolutely but yeah uh, not even not even questionable uh but jim edmonds nah man like he was just very good no but i think i think part of me thinks like jim edmonds was really good because all he did was he destroyed the astros especially in like 04 and 05 and and that's that was sort of Chris Taylor. Like every time he, I saw him, I was like, "Man, are you? Do you have like a Maybelline patch like on your sleeve? Like, are you sponsored by Maybelline? Like, what what's going on with your eyelashes? They're gorgeous. Like, why? Does he have gorgeous? Does he have gorgeous eyelashes? Yeah, he, he has. He has nice eyes. I'm not. I'm, I mean, <laughs> let's, let, let's. No, call, we call look this up. Like, I don't know if I mean because I know it's all blur after the World Series, but like I I want to say that we looked it up because we taught you because I was shocked that that chris taylor was your hated pick because i I, um we looked up and he was he hit like 237 for the the series and uh, he just happened to get a base hit every time you looked up or something yeah but he he didn't really do anything he didn't he he hit what he he hit one he hit a home run he hit a a home run didn't he he hit the first pitch of the world series off of dallas keichel yeah he yeah he hit the first pitch that's right he hit that 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 was not the best i was like oh oh, this isn't good remember let's start Astro fans, remember back on in Game One when you were like, "Uh oh!" <laughs> from the from I know the how this story ends, and then beginning. you didn't know how the story ends, and we win the World Series. Yeah, awesome. Okay, sorry, but yeah, yeah. So yeah, he had like I mean, two thirty seven. He was in the two hundreds. It, it might have been a little bit higher than that, but it was. He did not have a great, great World Series, and there was a couple of guys that. Uh, who was the other guy that? Who's the uh, Who's the guy that I hate? Jock Peterson. Oh God, Jock Peterson. Yeah, same thing. He didn't have that great of a, a series either. It was it was almost a comparable. But boy, did he like want to shush? He wanted to shush some crowds. Oh man, when Cody Bellinger in Game Five like shushed Minute tried to shush Minute Maid like that. 
it gives me it gives me so much life. I love it. And I wanted to like Cody Bellinger too. Like I, he was like on my list of like okay, like he's a young player. Like he's a seemingly nice dude. His his dad was throwing to him in the home run derby. Yeah. But back when like you're like okay, I I, I like the Dodgers. Like I have no problem with them. Right. Fuck the Dodgers. Yeah, screw them. Yeah. Uh, one guy from the my recent watching of the World Series documentary, like Bellinger, I don't think ever came on the documentary, but, but Corey Seager, who I, who I really enjoyed not liking cause he looks like hollow man. Like after Kevin Bacon's like wrapped up and gone outside, like that's what Corey Seager, <laughs> that's what Corey Seager looks like. That's so like. good. That's so good. It's exactly what he looks like. <laughs> but shout out to the, yeah, shout out to the guy who grounded <laughs> out, uh, on the right side. Yeah. Uh, I, I appreciate Corey Seager and I don't like his brother, Kyle, who plays with the Mariners, but oh, Kyle Seager owns us, boy. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, they the Seattle like uh, we're the World Series champions, but Seattle scares me a little bit in terms of the way they play against us. They're just so unpredictable. I mean, because their roster is because yeah, nobody know well, nobody knows who's going to be on their roster. <laughs> exactly. You know, you, they might make a trade on Tuesday afternoon, and suddenly you don't know how. But but like I don't know, like Tom Seaver might might start that night. I, that'd be ideal. I kind of want like I don't want them to be like I don't want them to be good. But I love for Seattle to be. I'd like to have a rivalry that's worth our time in the uh, in the AL West. Yeah, <laughs> because and 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 yes, that's a, obviously that's a shot at Texas because they're they're a garbage organization. But yep. that's that's a fact. They are a garbage organization. They're trash and they're not going to be good. They depleted their minor leagues. They're they're going to be terrible for a while. Yep. Um, but like I. There is nothing more fun than a uh, a good division race, and I don't foresee anybody being competing with the with our team for the next two or three years. No, they. they I they mean, can't. barring some free agent signings or whatever, but like I don't. <laughs> the Angels are on the decline, and uh, well, fuck you, Mike. Well, no, I, they are. They are. They don't. They're not. They're not. They didn't get better. Well, they got that Shohei Otani guy. Okay, yeah. So we they have a question mark. That's a big question mark. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's some upside to that question mark, but it's still a question mark. They a guy, so they have a guy with no major league proven ability. Okay, that's that's cool. <laughs> but I mean, if and and, it, it, and even if he hits, how big of a difference is Otani going to really make against the Houston Astros, the best lineup, one of the best offenses of all time, that's coming back better? Yeah, I, I just uh, the Angels are more intriguing now, and that's cool. No, and and they are, but like, are you like, are they going to compete with the Houston Astros for the AOS division in 2018? If they're uh, they the the Angels got derailed by injuries to their rotation. Uh, okay, but I mean, are okay, okay. Answer my question at 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 full throttle at 100. percent Can the Angels compete with the Astros for the division? I don't think they're that good. I think they're within seven games of the Astros. That's not good. <laughs> well, I think, but I mean, to I say mean, they're yes. with, okay within seven games, and that's a lot of games. To say and, and, and I actually games, agree with you. I think that's a pretty good assessment. But like, that means the Angels. Okay, are so a, the Astros win by five games. I mean, that's. Th- okay. But that that also means the Angels are are a ninety three win team. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I don't think they're bad, and I don't want this to come off as a slight, but. I, mean, I guess they just have to prove. They have to prove to me that they're uh, they're yeah, about that life. Yeah, no. The the problem with uh, if you say like, oh, they had like, when has Mike Trout have played a full season and not been hurt? When's the last time he played a full season? 
It wasn't last year. The year before? Did he? I don't. I see. I don't know. I, I feel like he's always on at least like if it's not the whole year. Like there's always like oh he's out for a, a few weeks with uh he's already he's always tweak something. Yeah. Because he, he's. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. And also the it's not really a Los Angeles team. They're they're in Orange County. We we don't like that. Mm-hmm. Fuck the Angels. <laughs> All right, uh, let's do. Sorry. Let's do. That's, little, that's our that's our segment. Hate the Angels, they're not good enough. <laughs> let's do three more, and then right. and then I gotta go. Uh, yeah, good, makes a, sense. Good one from Naveen Kumar. Uh, what are you guys doing for opening night? Oh, okay, don't. We're not setting plans with on, on the show. Um, dude, I don't know. They open on the road, don't they? Yes, at Baltimore, I think. Oh, cool. Yeah, well, I'm watching The Wire beforehand. <laughs> and and uh, I, I don't know. Like, I can't. I need to. I'll have to ask us that in like two weeks, three weeks. Um, I'm too I'm too hyped up for spring training. Like, I can't tell you how stoked I am. Like, I've got like the uh, the app for uh, the 790, whatever. The, I think they use iHeart. Yeah, they use iHeart. Um, I got the app ready for because they they broadcast a bunch of the games. Okay, I'm I'm stoked for spring training, and I've never like I don't want to say I've never been stoked because I'm always excited for baseball to start, but it's always like a like oh cool the uh, oh it's it's noon or it's 11 a.m. or whatever the Astros are are on on Fox Sports or whatever the AT and T whatever the new thing is. Yeah, cool. And now it's like I'm seeking it out. Like I can't wait. Yeah, no, that's that's valid. Like, I mean, are, how excited are you? Like, I haven't. I don't know. It's we. It's weird. Like, it, there's like, there's two sides to it. It's like a, there's a duality to it because, like, after the World Series, like, I took a step back and I'm like, I haven't. Like, I it was like such a release that I didn't think about baseball for a while. I'm just like, I wasn't worried about the off season. wasn't worried about shit. I'm just like, nah, everything's good. I'm I'm in heaven. Everything's good. Yeah. No, that's but now that, that it's no, starting to get a little bit closer. I'm like, I'm going. I've gone to the other way. I'm like, man, I'm super stoked for this season. Like, we're the defending World Series champions with the same team coming back. We might do it again. Like, I haven't been this excited with a better rotation. Yeah, with a better rotation. Like, I haven't been this excited for a, a team. Like, man, I don't know. I, I was I was pretty stoked in 2016 after that 2015 run. <laughs> yeah, and then all. and then I was equally stoked for last year. I was. I mean, we talked. I, I've li- I've gone back and listened to some of the old episodes, and like, we were nothing. It was tough to predict, but I mean, we were pretty much like, yeah, this team's the best in the Major League Baseball. There's no reason they won't compete for a major- World Series. So, I mean, we were, we're pretty much on on point the entire season. Granted, they were in first, the entire best team in the league the entire entire year. Yeah, but um, no, that's kind of how I felt. And now I this is, I'm more excited for this season than I am for. For any other season in uh, in recent in recent past years, what about you? Yeah, no, it's true. Uh, I mean, just because like the the best team in baseball arguably got better because there's Garrett Cole. And yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Well, they got better with Garrett Cole, and then you got to think that some of the some of the lineup. You, we were talking about Bregman come on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, even Guriel, who was fantastic down the stretch and really a big pillar in the uh, in the in the postseason, but he's had his first full season 
in the big. So I, I think he's going to be an even better hitter yeah. going forward. Um, and then you got then you got the arguably not, not arguably the best player in Major League Baseball, Jose Altuve. Mm-hmm. You've got Carlos Correa, who is a young player, a very young player. He is uh, six oh. months six months younger than Alex Bregman. There you go. That. Yeah, any, any <coughs> spies listening, any stupid-ass Rangers spies listening, yeah, hear the, listen to this. <laughs> yeah, he's he's actually younger than Alex Bregman, so he's got another uh, year of Major League Baseball in his belt and a ring, and yep. he's also marrying the love of his life, so you have that. Everybody, basically, we're all shining on all of you. Yeah. So uh, anybody who was tired of the Houston Astros, I would... Um, you might not want to watch because for the next few years they are going to be a, a power in Major League Baseball, and I I don't see any reason why they don't get back to the World Series. Yeah, no, something something weird. I mean, or the randomness of baseball of October baseball. Well, that's the thing that scares me. We we'll just well, not even October baseball, just baseball and, and injuries and stuff. But how fun would that be if if both us and the Dodgers got back and we had a little thing going on with them? I'm okay with that. Wouldn't that be fun? Because yeah. I mean, because they're they're they're, they're kind of set up the same way. I think that we're infinitely better on paper and in real life because mm-hmm. we won. Mm-hmm. But the Dodgers are set up to do the same thing. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I'm excited. I'm pretty stoked. All right, read one more question. We'll get you. We'll get you to bed, sweetheart. Oh, I got to pick one more. Okay. Uh, Will Moriarty wants oh, to God know. Damn it. Wants to know what's worse, the rainbow uniforms or Pasadena, my hometown. Thanks, thanks, Will. Okay. I, well, actually, Will, great question. Um, Pasadena. Pasadena is worse than everything. The rainbow uniforms hey, are great. That's, that's, uh, Pasadena sucks. Wait, so yeah. Wait, no. Yeah, my, I, my my dad's from Pasadena. Like I have family there. It's not. The, it's the worst. Look, you can have. Okay. Hey, the donkey. You're allowed to have pride from where you're from, but you have to. You also have to be self aware and and understand that it's not good. Hmm. Like that's not. <laughs> I thought you were from Deer Park. Oh god, damn you. Oh yeah, that's that's your rival. I forgot. Patrick. Um, well, Patrick, I thought you were South Houston. You're something. You're you're Sam Rayburn. That's a little bit different. Patrick Marston McClellan. I just made up your middle name. Yeah, it's William Patrick. I'm I'm Patrick's middle name. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, so, do you want a serious final question or one that's that's given to whimsy? Well, that was kind of a whimsy question. So let's do a serious. Okay, so sweet. Uh, it's all about D. Deanna, love you. D, what up? Uh, what are your thoughts on the Giles arbitration deal, where Giles won and will make four point six million, as opposed to the Astros' offer of four point two million? Uh, get it, we'll get it. He earned it. I, 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 there's not much to say. Like he, I mean, Giles had a good year. He was, he was a. Big piece in us winning the World Series. To Granted, say, it wasn't it wasn't in October or November, but I mean, he won games all year long, and I uh, and that's still a lot of money. I know it, it's a decimal point in in this. <laughs> it's four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, that's four hundred fucking thousand dollars. Half a million dollars, guys. I that, that is that's that's a lot of money. But, uh, yeah, no, and and to say that that Giles shouldn't get paid because of his his postseason ignores that. That Kenley Jansen is still one of the that Craig Kimbrell, Kenley Jansen, Aroldis Chapman, like d- did are they getting not, paid elite dollars. Did they not struggle in the postseason? Because Alex Bregman like took them all deep, and all of them, all of them deep, mm-hmm. and and yeah, and did Ken Giles like cost any actual games? Did he not do well? Game four of the World Series. Yeah, he, yeah, game four. Yeah, okay, game four. 
But but I mean, it's yeah, game four he did. That, but, uh, but other than that, like he was just pitching. At, yeah, no, everybody blew, blown save, blowed saves, blowed saves, blowed saves. They did. That's how I. T- that's just how I talk now. I just like, make up <laughs> words. Like, Yo, dude, they blowed saves. Like, I'm just like a, a, st- a stoner surfer. Uh, blowed saves. Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. Sorry. <laughs> Ken Ken Giles is elite, maybe almost elite. Uh, but but here my problem with the he's, quasi, he's quasi elite. He's quasi elite. My problem with the arbitration hearing is that like, are you really gonna? I mean, presumably, you're gonna rely on Giles for the next three or four years. Are you are you gonna go to a panel over four hundred thousand dollars? Like over over the well, that's the, over the yeah, beer, that's the thing over the beer sales in like the St. Arnold section for for like <laughs> yeah, if that yeah that's that's a good point. So like, are yeah, you know. are you gonna run the risk? And maybe everyone realizes like, oh, this is baseball. They're just gonna try to lowball me and get what they can. But but see, like really, like the the dude that that got you essentially got you. He was he was the guy. Like he's your eighth inning guy when the lineup's tough. He's your ninth inning guy. He leads your team in saves. Like he's the anchor of your bullpen. You're you're gonna. You're gonna go to a essentially a trial over four hundred thousand dollars in in baseball economics. Now, would I stab somebody for four hundred thousand dollars? Yes, I would. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd kill a whole family, uh, children, <laughs> children included. Yes, and I I I would urinate on their dead bodies. Well, we don't need to. Yeah, we don't need to get there. I, okay, I think <laughs> that I've read the whimsy question, and I think we should read it and answer very quickly, and then close off in the next two minutes. Do it and ask. Okay, it. so from. The uh, the illustrious Sam Dallas at Arlington, Sam Dow, one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. If the Astros had a roller derby match against the Rangers, who would start as pivot? The three blockers and the jammer. Number one. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was going to table this. Number so one, I, I don't know how, on the, how the fuck. Okay, so the pivot, is that is that like on, like that's closest to the, like the, uh, the inner, like the center? See, I don't know that I was gonna table. Well, we don't this know the so fucking position. Sam Dallas, like how? The, okay. Um, Ask a curling. All right, question. you know what? All right, hold on. We're gonna. I'm looking this up. I will find this out in 30 seconds, and we'll answer even quicker than that, and we'll get out of here before. Don't worry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you to bed, sweetheart. You don't worry about that. I'm very tired. I know. I know. I know. I gotta, my but freshman, we also like my freshmen have a big game tomorrow night. Ooh, what? Are you, what's are you gonna end in, in penalty kicks again? <laughs> Screw you. I hate it. Well, I mean, I that it. wasn't okay. Already hate this. Okay, show. so okay, a, a, a team's full lineup. Um, it, it, one pivot, three blockers, and one jammer. Um, that isn't. Uh, that's what he just said. I don't. I, I love how like roller derby is like it's it's only female, so it's so it's like she lines up. Okay, so Chris Taylor, <laughs> <laughs> idiot. What an idiot. Guyliner. Okay, so the jammer is the person that kills. And then the pivot sounds violent. I, I can't. I don't. I can't learn. Sam Dallas. Oh, okay. Hold on. <coughs> Diagram will help out. Okay, so. Okay, so the jammer is. Oh, they're by themselves. So the, I can't learn a sport on the fly. I'm sorry. I can't. That's, that's why I was going to table this one and read up on roller derby for next time. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah, what, I'm sorry for reading it. I, I got cocky and thought that I was like, oh, I can handle this. No, I can't. <laughs> I don't. Like, there's like, I'm reading, now I've got derby rules pulled off, and uh, I got like pivots where different people wear different helmets and shit. I'm like, dude, I don't know any of this. So, Sam Dallas, 
you are the uh, the founder of a terrible city, and I will, yeah, we will table this. That's in this shit right now. But it's one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate, and that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. Get a free child's play, we use ticket stuff from any Astros game. Casa Ole, fresh.